Thanks for tuning in to the Quality is Key podcast, where we focus on improving the quality of your life through powerful stories, top-notch motivation, and real topics. You've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Enjoy the podcast. Real quick before the podcast start, just as a heads up, Dion's been working with some great big name musicians uh, because that content hasn't been released yet and there's some stuff with the labels. Uh, some of those names have been blocked out, but besides that, enjoy the podcast. How's everyone doing this week? This is Bobby Sunday with the Quality is Key podcast, and today I have with me Dion, a rapper from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, and he's got his album Night Owl Out, which is just fantastic. You got to check it out. How you doing today, Dion? Pretty good. Just hanging out. How you doing? Good stuff, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad I came out for this interview. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you and hearing about your story. Awesome. Let's yeah, so tell me about how you started in music and how that whole venture came about. Um, so I pretty much, I started in fifth grade. A lot of me and my friends, uh, we used to listen to music all the time and like really, uh, we would go back and forth about who like had the best music and like every time we'd find something, we'd show it to each other and it was like a big competition. So we finally just decided like, why don't we just make our own music? Like if, if everyone's got all these preferences, why don't we just do it ourselves? So that's really where it started at in fifth grade and it just kind of went from there. So fifth grade, what was what was different about your music then? Like what kind of started you? Were there any artists that kind of like influenced you heavily? I started off, as far as rap goes, I started off listening to Lil Wayne. That was like my first uh, like major rap artist I listened to. But I listened to a lot of like rock. I'm really influenced by rock. Okay. And my family, um, they really brought me up with uh, classic rock and um, just Led Zeppelin, stuff like that. So more rock influence than anything. Really? More yeah. rock influence? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Lil Wayne, yeah, I guess fifth grade, that was about the time, like, Lil Wayne was kind of, like, he up was, on the on the verge, he was at his peak, and I yeah. haven't really heard anything from him in a while, but that that was where rap was at at that moment. Yeah. So, where did you kind of take that, uh, I know that you, we talked a little bit before about how you kind of, your senior year, you pushed off, what did you kind of start doing your senior year that was a little different? Um. So, I grew up playing baseball, and my family really wanted me to play baseball, and that was, like, the dream to begin with, and then... um. After when I got into my senior year, I started to make a bunch of musical friends because that was like what I was doing as a hobby on the side. And uh, then I ended up uh, meeting Lil Skies, and uh, so he he ended up blowing up and going big. And just watching that whole thing unfold kind of like opened my mind to the possibility that music could be what I'm supposed to do. And because I mean, baseball's like a shot in the dark, like you don't know if you can actually make it. And then uh, school for me, I wasn't I wasn't big into school, so I, don't, I didn't like going to school. I felt like I was wasting my time a lot there, um, so I just started making music. Now we had a conversation like right before this microphone went on in, with how many songs you've written. How many songs do you have written to I got, date? Like. 104 to 110 songs completely like mixed down completely how how was that like do you it sounds like you just spend all day and night writing man (laughs) yeah that's pretty pretty much honestly it's like it's like a therapeutic for me so it's not like it's not work really it's not like a a work or anything like that it's like if i don't write i just kind of like it's all jumbled and i gotta get it out somehow so that's how i do it so with content creating, do you think it's important for other people to start content creating? Because I feel like now it's 2019, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, mm. we've got TikTok now, we've got all these different platforms where we can create mm. and a lot of people looking to do different kind of stuff with music or whatever it is. 
and we have platforms to do it. So is there really an excuse not to create content? There, there's no excuse. And even even if it's not it, even if it's not social media based, like you can paint, you can draw, you can produce music. There's so many different like avenues that you can like free your mind with. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense to not like find one and just do it. Right. Yeah. Because what what do you think the difference is between you know doing this kind of stuff and doing it for your own personal gain? Like, and I get. A lot of people say, you know, it is just a therapeutic thing. Uh, but do you think, you know, it is worth just kind of pushing out on social media just to show people? Yeah, because I feel like um, people take away from it. People get inspired by seeing other people creating. So, I mean, and that'll that'll make people that haven't thought about creating explore themselves. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So when you were creating, you have your album Night Owl, right? Yeah. What was the inspiration for that? So Night Owl was basically about um, I, I have trouble sleeping, so I, I'm always up at all like all times. Even I'm like whenever I'm hanging out with people, I'm the last one to fall asleep. I watch everyone fall asleep in the room one by one, and so whenever I get that alone time, when everyone's asleep, it's like that's when I explore my mind. And so what Night Owl is is for those people that are the last ones asleep in the room that like, you know, once, once you get to that point, it's like, you're the night out, you're up and you're exploring whenever everyone else is knocked out. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the reason for this too. I got really? the, the vinyl. Yeah. Explain this. You got a tattoo going on. So I got my neck tattooed pretty much to show, um, that like, it's okay to just be yourself. And I realized that with the night out, the, the idea behind night out, that's what it really like stood for. Like as, as in a whole, was just like be yourself and be, be that odd man out be the last person to sleep and like there's nothing wrong with that so that's why I got it tatted on my neck because it's like that's a big step because a lot of people are scared to do that so I did it and I got the vinyl record to symbolize that that I did a project based off of the whole idea so do you have a favorite song on the album or like a favorite line or something there's got to be something on the album that when you release the album, you're like, I cannot wait for people to hear this. Um, it would probably be um, Alcoholics, the song Alcoholics, because it's uh, that song. Everyone looks at the title and they think that it's like he's talking about being an alcoholic, but that's not what it's about. It's about chasing down. It's, it's actually the, the song Alcoholics is about a girl who is... Um, like she gets a lot of attention. It's like the girl that you see and you want to pursue, but you know that she gets a lot of attention from people. So it's like, instead of chasing her, you just drink it away. You know, you don't worry about trying to pursue her. You just drink away the whole entire issue. So that's really what Alcoholics is about. Yeah. That's and that, cool. that song was like, it was a cool idea. And also it's a remake of uh, a Travis Scott song. Who's my favorite artist. Um, uh, it's called Guidance. It was a song on his album that was super slept on, and nobody really listened. Like they had all these other songs on there, and it was like the one song that everyone just skipped over. Nobody clicked on it, and we listened to it, and it was like it became one of my favorite songs on the whole project. So I actually sent it to my one of my producers that makes stuff for me the day that I was in the studio, like the very morning, and I was like, I want to remake this song. And then we sent it out to him, and he sent the new beat back to me within like an hour. So that song came together within like an hour and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Dude, when you have those types of moments that just like click like that, and like everyone's on board if your team and stuff like that, and they're just like, this is awesome. Like yeah. that's got to be the best feeling. Yeah, it's you can feel the momentum whenever you got people that want to do something, want to work. You can just feel the momentum, and it keeps you going. Yeah. So, I mean, you are very, you're a musical guy, and obviously music is a huge part of your life. 
So what, what do you think has, uh, you know, what would your life be if you didn't have that music part in you? Something that obviously is such a core part of you now, what would your life be like if you didn't have that? I feel like I'd be creating something. I'm not sure how, like all that, the energy that I put into my music would have to go somewhere. So I'm not sure what it would be, but I feel like if you're like, if you have an artistic side, it can be expressed multiple different ways. So I feel like that I would just have a different avenue. I don't know what it would be. Maybe producing. Maybe if it wasn't music, not not music based at all. Is that the question? No, yeah. If it music. wasn't music based at all, I don't know. Maybe I'd draw, draw, maybe paint something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, because I guess you gotta have, and I guess it's hard to imagine like a, a type of life where hard, you yeah. don't have something that you obviously is such a core part of you and that people know you for. Yeah. It's just like that's who you are, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this earlier because when we were coming into this interview, I was I was thinking in my head, I was like, what what kind of questions can I ask him? What, how can I be a little bit different and ask him questions? And I kind of wanted to take the the drive with taking our passion, right? Like you've got music and everyone's got something they do. But I feel like right now there's a lot of excuses for why people aren't doing that, right? Mm. And I feel like if anything, you're an inspiration to go and do that passion, right? Mm. Like to explore that project, to do it a little bit more. So what kind of advice can you lend to people that are trying to explore those projects, those passions that maybe, you know, it's something they're doing on the side, but they don't see any realistic avenue for it. But yeah. Um, so whenever we were growing up in high school, uh, we had, like in this area, rapping has become big now. But back then it wasn't like a big thing. It was just something. And it wasn't like I was influenced to do it. It was just like one day I was like, I'm going to try to rap. Like, why not? And so we did it. And it was taken in like as a joke, honestly. And then like in high school and uh, at middle school and stuff, we were like clowned for it. And it wasn't until we found a certain type of success that people like sat back and like, what, wait a minute, like maybe they're up to something. So I feel like that's like, if you got to go into it knowing that that's how it's going to start off. And if you prepare yourself for that, it, it just, it won't shake you. But a lot of people start off without like having that realization right. and it, it shuts them down because they don't want to be like made fun of or like taken the wrong way. So Yeah, I feel like in the beginning of a project when you're starting something new, everyone's going to kind of look at you. I talked a little about, about this on another episode that I did about like uh, the social stigma that kind of comes with starting something where maybe it's a lot harder to in a, you know, quotes, make it yeah. or be successful at it or make money or whatever, you know, however you want to coin it, you get a lot of social pressure in the beginning because people are like, oh, look at this. Yeah, it's clown. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, how how did you learn to deal with that? Um, You just, uh, I don't know. It's like, you just have to do it. You just got to push through it. You got to know that it's what you want to do. That's a big thing. You got to know, you got to be like real with yourself and like, Ask yourself if you're doing it because you saw somebody doing it or because you uh, think it would be the cool thing to do or if it's like really who you are and what you want to pursue and if it's like if it helps you. So, yeah, that's and that's a good thing, too, I think, to think about is you do see like a lot of like you you look at someone, you go, oh, that would be really cool. Hmm. But you also have to know that like if that person had no success doing that, would you still look at him the same way yeah. and go, that's so cool, yeah, right? Exactly. Or is it just because of like all the success he's having and you want to do something? Yeah, they and- want the success and not not like they're artists. At the end of the day, they're making art. They're not they're not public figures. They're artists and people get that mixed up a lot, especially because of the, with the industry that we're in now, it's becoming 
like a a public figure like uh, mm. well, contest. It's a, it's come, becoming like a clout contest, and uh, honestly, that that's like that's where I'm trying to go a different route in the industry. Is like I want to really instill art back into music and not make it like a fashion show or a, a clout competition. Yeah. So, what kind of things are you doing to kind of like change the scene a little bit from what you might see today? Um, a lot of emotional based music it's not about cars and money and women and like clothes and stuff it's it's not materialistic based it's all stuff that uh like everyone's going to perceive it differently but they're going to perceive it in their own way because it's based off of emotion everyone's got emotions but not, not everybody's got that car or the money or like any of that so it's kind of pointless to listen to if it's just like about one person yeah i think another thing that's like big with that kind of music is Maybe when you listen to that kind of music, it's cars, goes money. Those are some things that maybe you can't relate to when right. you're like, to, when rappers are talking about that kind of stuff and you're just like, yeah, it's a good thing to listen to, but in no way can you relate to that. Exactly. It's almost just like this thing that you're looking up, just kind of like any of the success that other people are having. Yeah. But when you listen to music like you're making, obviously that brings a relatable point to the whole thing, yeah. right? So has anyone ever come up to you and kind of said that? It's been like, hey, this is relatable. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I get that all the time. It's like a big thing that people say is like, you know, this this song like touched me. That's what, what people tell me. Like, this song like really moved me. And that's like, that's like the biggest compliment you can give to an artist that is like really about their art is that like you felt it because it's telling me that I like did my job pretty much. With, yeah. the, with the song so that's that's really cool to see yeah. so what kind of stuff are you pushing what kind of new stuff are you pushing out into the future any cool ideas that you're trying out that are uh, a little different for the first time i'm gonna have like a multi-feature song so that's that's something to look out for on this next project that i'm working on uh working with a lot of like big names now mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool we're working with some like people that are from not here so it's just that's really cool that's really cool are you guys working remotely or are you guys uh, yeah, we're like sending everything from one place to another, so because they're all busy and stuff. So with we all an got artist like that, kind of brings in kind of different elements yeah. to the whole song. How does that like kind of influence things? So very much like me, and in, in where he feels like art and music is art, and that's just how he looks at music. It shouldn't be taken any other way. So for me, it was like I actually recorded a song and I sent it to him, and I listened to it, and I realized that it was like. It was kind of straying off of to the materialistic-ish side of things, so I was like, I took it down. Or I told him, I told him I wanted to resend it. And I went to the studio and I really like focused on the idea of like something that he's he can get on and bring his himself to, and everyone can appreciate. So I sent him some really emotional like bass stuff, and it's gonna come out really cool. Dude, that's yeah, awesome. That's really sweet. cool. So, like, collaboration is really big, you know, you get it in different industries, you mm -hmm. get it in music, television, whether you're, you know, painting, a lot of different stuff. Collaboration is a big part of it because mm -hmm. you can get together with other people that do the same thing as you do, and it kind of comes out with new ideas. So, like, how have you found that collaboration has helped you, and has there been any issues with collaborating with others? Um, No, because it, like, it makes you... Uh adjust to other things mm. and it's uh it, it broadens you as an artist because when you work with somebody who takes you out of your like out of your element it's it's not like you go there and you can't ever go there again it's like once you, once you've reached a different uh element of yourself it's like it's open to you 
and it's something that you can experiment with. So if I go and I make like a straight rock song and I've never made a rock song before and I do a collaboration and it takes me out of my comfort zone, I can now go and create my own rock music off based off of the knowledge that I learned from doing the collaboration. Yeah, and that's another thing is like when you get together, there's cer- certain elements, I guess, that you didn't really ever think about yeah. or maybe like ideas you didn't even have in your head before. And so that can kind of, I guess, generate new things for you as well for your future music. Yeah. So let's turn this back on to the listeners right now who are listening and still kind of, you know, a little worried about pushing out content. And I see it a lot too. I remember when I first started, you know, podcast, now I'm doing the music with what I'm doing. And it's really, it was really hard to get in a camera and kind of just talk. It was, it was hard to get on Instagram and post things that I knew maybe people didn't expect from me, you know, because when you're on Instagram or you're on social media or whatever, which is a big platform for these types of things today, people don't expect you to post things that you don't normally post about, right? right? So like if you normally are a person that posts things just with your family and friends, that's what people expect to see. So when you post something about starting a podcast or you post something about doing music, that can be kind of daunting because you can be, people can be like, what? I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know that. And obviously less likes and that can kind of be a social hit. So did you kind of see that at all when you first started music with that social comparison? So because I was, I came up like playing baseball, I didn't ever like post anything about music or anything like that. And, uh, so I kind of lived just like an ordinary kind of lifestyle. So it was just like, you know, the people that liked your stuff, family, friends, and that's how my, my social media was ran. It wasn't really about like, other people that I didn't know. It was just like, I could go down my likes and I knew every single person that was there. So, but then whenever I started to do the music stuff, that's when you started to see the followers popping up from different cities and different areas and the likes coming from, you know, other countries and stuff. So that like, I feel like from my, my position, it's a little different from somebody who's already got something started and then just like switches. I'm, I've never done that. So it's like hard for me to speak on it, but I can, I'm sure that like people could take a hit switching to something or trying something new, but I feel like it's another one of those like areas that you just got to push through and show them that you're, you're not just switching to it, but something that you're actually taking serious that, that you put time and thought into. So that's a good, yeah, that's really good advice. So what about that social comparison? Because obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that are doing the thing that you want to do, you know, in life. And obviously, it's always bad to compare yourself to others. I mean, you Mm. can take notes and see what works, what doesn't work. But how do you avoid that kind of stigma of comparing yourself to others that are doing the same thing? Um, I kind of just try to be myself. I think that's the best way that you can be is just true to yourself. And, um, I feel like if you just, you stay on that path of staying true to yourself, everything else that happens around you is just natural. It'll all fall into place as long as you stay true to yourself. But it's when people, they, they start out true to themselves and they start to stray off because of even like success that they'll get and stuff like that, or the attention that they get and they become, it, it overcomes them. And I feel like that's where people like fall off a lot. Yeah. So that's actually, that's, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right as well. So, and I've actually never done this on the show before, um, but for people that want to go out and they get very serious and they're like, okay, I want to do this, right? And this is what I want to do. Do you have any actionable steps that they can take to do that? Anything with uh, like 
setting up their accounts or like advice that you can give with them just starting to do what I would they say do? to definitely spend the time to make sure that you look professional starting off because if you, you don't want to like use the excuse of I just started to look unprofessional because that automatically will turn people away from you like off the off the jump because of the fact that it just doesn't look professional so I feel like that's an important thing to look professional, like yeah. are you talking like um, it's just, like social medias and stuff? Social medias yeah. and stuff like that. Is there a platform that you like to use more than others? I think Instagram is like the big one, right? Yeah, now. I, I feel like right now Instagram is probably one of the bigger platforms. Yeah. I know TikTok is growing. That's so I haven't gotten into TikTok yet, but everyone keeps telling me everywhere I go, people are like, "Yo, you need to make a TikTok," or they're showing me TikToks and stuff. So I might get into it. I'm not sure yet. I, it's a crazy. It's, it's weird because you like grow up and I remember I, Instagram probably started like my junior high school is when it really took off because Twitter was really popular for a yeah. while and Instagram was like really popular my junior, senior year of high school and that was 2012. <laughs> so, I mean, it is still, it is right now it's at its peak and I've heard a lot of people say that that's dangerous because it could be potentially on its way down and TikTok right now is growing. I know I put... I think I was with my friend and we put a stupid video up on TikTok and it was, it was just like a nonsense video. Yeah. And within an hour, it had collected like 1,300 views. <laughs> and it, we had never posted anything on the platform before. Yeah. And I remember doing that and I, as soon as that happened, I was like, the potential oh, of yeah. 1,300 people seeing a post that, and from an account that's never posted before. Yeah. I mean, shoot, Instagram, when people were posting pictures, it was getting like seven, eight, you know, like nothing. So, I mean, with this growth, it's hard to ignore that kind of stuff. Mm. But um, do you think TikTok might be on the rise for musical stuff? Yeah, definitely in the music aspect. Because um, so like the what what all of those things are based off of is hype. What people are talking about and what people are like showing each other. So if you if you were to make a song, right, and. It was just a song that doesn't get you. You just started making music potentially. Like it happened just like that. You make one song that is like really catchy, and then there's a dance to it. And somebody gets on TikTok and makes a dance video to it, and then it's like the new thing. Like six people do it, then like sixteen people do it, and then six hundred, then six thousand. Potentially, it can get up to the hundred thousands and the millions, and then that will like single handedly kick your career off with one song. That's how that's how social media has been impacting music at, at this point. Yeah, it's crazy because even like I remember, you know, I don't know, like 15, 20 years ago, social media didn't exist. People didn't really have a platform to put their music out to. I mean, a lot of these musicians were literally packing up their whole lives <laughs> and just going, oh, well, I can't do anything else but music. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to have a family. It's hard to, you know, work to any other job. And nowadays you can do both because social media kind of gives you this platform to be right. able to do things like that, right? Yeah. Or at least until you get enough momentum to put more energy into that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, with all that kind of happening and everything kind of like just moving forward, do you think now is the time to invest in your passion Yeah, more than sure. any other time? Yeah, for sure. But I feel like when you look at how they used to do it before, they didn't have social media and they, they went to venues back-to-back venues the four or five venues in a day and that's how they got it and it's like you gotta go into it with the same hunger realizing that you have the advantage like you have the world in your pocket they didn't 
So. It's like it's it's like that annoying phrase that your parents always used to say. They're like, oh, well, I was your age. I didn't have Wikipedia. I didn't have Google. And it's like, well, we went through school with that, so it's hard to imagine not having that at all. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you should just ignore all these resources that are literally yeah. right in front of you right now. Yeah. Yeah, so if you have like one piece of advice, last piece of advice to offer to anyone to get started, like right after listening to this episode, you know, what would be the first thing that you would do? Um, it de- Depending on what it is that you want to do, I would definitely make sure that it's definitely what you want to do and what you feel like you could dedicate your entire life to. Do you have a, do you have a system that maybe... I know I've had some people say, write down, you know, five things you want to do and then cross off things that you think maybe you couldn't see yourself doing in life. Or do you think that it more or less just kind of comes in time and you really deep down know what you want to do? I always looked for like reoccurring signs that point to what it is that I should be doing. I kind of went into it with an open mind. Whereas like um, growing up, if I, when I played baseball, if I didn't listen to music before I played, I would perform differently. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't perform the same way. And I, I kind of like took it as a sign, but I kind of brushed it off because it was just like, all right, well, maybe it's just like a mental thing. Maybe maybe I'm actually performing the same and I just think I'm not. Right. But um, so I looked at the different signs and just like the way music made me feel if I was going through something and I listened to, and I listened to music, it would take pain away a way that like nothing else could. So there was that, and then I started to see my friends doing music and being successful. It just kind of all pointed me in that direction. And I feel like you should just look at, look around and what the universe is telling you that you should be doing, and you'll find your answer eventually. You just got to look at all the right places. Yeah, I think that's good advice. And honestly, like you're right, it does kind of come to you. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I think no matter how old are you. I'm 22. 22. Yeah, I had to Dude, think about that. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you do have to think about it because you've already done so much as a 22-year-old. I mean, there are people that are older that maybe have had this like longing to kind of pursue this passion and haven't mm-hmm. yet taken that jump. And you're 22 and you've taken that jump. Like You've yeah. taken that jump a while back and you're clearly on your journey now. Yeah. So that's just crazy to hear as well because – it doesn't matter if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 20, 15, whatever. If you're you're in the moment that you're in now, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you're you at this moment. So there's no excuse for there's no way to go back in time to start it earlier, but yeah. there's a time right now to kind of start it up. Yeah, no better time than now. Exactly. So yeah. I love how you've taken that and really 22 years old, you've got so much to show for it. Yeah, appreciate it. So yeah. I really appreciate you being here, and um, yeah, I appreciate you being on the show and sharing your story and everything. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. So if people want to find out more information about you, your Instagram, where should they go? Um, they Music? Can, yeah, pretty much. Uh, you can find me on Apple Music. It's just Dion, D-Y-O-N. Uh, you can search the, whichever whatever project you want to hear. Uh, Night Owl, I suggest. That's the cool one. And then I'm coming out with another one here soon. There's no cert- like specific date on it yet, but we're working on that right now. But uh, the real deep breezy on Instagram, two E's, two Z's. That's me. Yeah, and you so. said you were a night owl. You're heading to the studio tonight. Yeah, after this, we're going to the studio for an all night session. So, <laughs> shout out Gang Arcade. That's the engineer. Blows my mind, dude. Dion, thanks so much yeah. for being on the show, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. To learn more about Dion, head over to Instagram at the real D Breezy, two E's, two Z's. Check him out on Spotify, guys. Dion, D-Y-O-N, Apple Music, all the above. And uh, yeah, he's got some really incredible content, very Travis Scott vibe. You could tell by his uh, influences that really played a part. So 
honestly just an honor getting to talk to him and getting to talk to him about passion music stuff. Guys, if you're listening to this episode and you're finishing up this episode and you listen to the entire thing, these are actionable steps, right? These are things that you can go out and do in everyday life. So I really, really encourage you to go out and follow your passion. Do that thing that you want to do. Do that thing that you want to make a career out of or that you love to do and show the world what you've got. Head over to Apple Music or Podcasts and Spotify and leave me a five-star review. Leave a comment, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Let me know what you guys would like to see from future episodes. It all helps so much, and I'll see everybody next week.